brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. Good morning and welcome to a new season of Monroe County Schools Radio. We're kicking things off today with our new Assistant Superintendent of Personnel and Operations, Dr. Jim Finch. Dr. Finch, thank you so much for joining us this morning and congratulations on moving to the central office. Can you kind of tell our listeners what you're doing now? What's your new title and what's it all about? Well, I learned something new every day. Um, and you know, coming from being a high school principal where uh, you were kind of the master of your domain and I'd always worked in a high school and I, I thought I'd gotten up to expert status and I kind of really did when it come to running a high school building but then you leave that facility and you come here and you realize how much you don't know and so um, you know my my uh, official title is assistant superintendent for personnel and operations so that uh, oversees all human resources um, the finance department transportation school nutrition and facilities and um, so I have several directors that that work under me that that do most of the day-to-day operations of their department like there's a transportation director there's a school nutrition director there's a finance director and a facilities director there's not an HR director so uh, I do a lot more of the hands-on day-to-day operations of, of, of human resources and then I, I oversee those other department areas All right, well you said you're learning something every day has there been any key takeaways in these first few weeks since you've come up here that you just, oh, I need to learn this, or oh, this is really cool, I did learn this. Anything big that's hit you? Well, from the principal's chair, I could see over the last several years that we were suffering from a teacher shortage. And uh, and you can definitely see it on the human resources side here. So it's not really something I learned differently, but um, you know, we have so many teachers that are coming in that are not turnkey ready. And what I mean by that is, 20 years ago, if you were entering into the education field, um, you were more likely to have gone through a a teacher preparation program as an undergraduate college student, and um, that certified your license. Well, we have so many um, teachers now that are coming from other industries or changing careers that uh, they still have to get the license to teach and the certification, and so you have to go through a lot more alternative way so it used to be one path to be a teacher and that was to go to college and you were a teacher now you go to college and you get whatever degree and then you either go get into a master's degree or or an educator preparation program offered by one of our local races so I learned how cumbersome that work is from this chair and I didn't know how much it was from the principal's chair okay now are we still hiring we are still hiring. We have some uh, personnel openings at uh, various places in the district, uh, either some late resignations or some vacancies that never were filled from the spring and the summer attempts. All right, and people can just go online and they can start the application process there and it'll walk them through them, correct? That's right. So on our website, you'll see uh, the portal for Applitrack, and that's our main portal for all uh, applications. And uh, if you're applying for a certified position, meaning um, you, you have to have a license to, to do a certain job, so um, you have to apply in two portals. So certified positions have to apply in, on Applitrack and teachgeorgia.org. So if you were applying to be a teacher or a principal or assistant 
uh, principal or assistant superintendent, you have to apply in two portals. If you're a classified position, such as a school nutrition worker, um, you know, yard maintenance, custodian, uh, office staff, you only have to apply in one portal, and that's on Apple Track. But uh, there are instructions there uh, for those different types of, uh, of classifications of workers that will direct you if you have to go to two portals or just one. Well, in addition to the hiring and the all of the HR duties and the operations duties, do you have any personal goals that you've set for yourself this first year? Well, uh, obviously we want to uh, fill the vacancies that are here, like you talked about. Uh, but the other thing is uh, is re or retaining our employees. And, um, you know, we really want to try to keep our, our first year teachers, our fresh out of college uh, teachers uh, within five years because the, the data suggests that if you can hold on to that teacher for five or more years, then uh, they're likely going to uh, complete the career um, and, and stay in the classroom. And so really employee retention is what we're really focusing on. So we have uh, less turnover, um, you have less training that you have to do of new employees, uh, fewer induction strategies that you have to do to, to get people used to working in your, your organization and understanding your culture and climate and the improvement goals that our district has for us. So uh, really we want to try to hold on to as many of our employees that we can in, instead of them either seeking employment in another district or actually moving to a different career. Now obviously this week is the first week of school. We've had a lot of fun, we've had some good days. But when you were principal, you came into this season with one focus. You were focused on your students and your staff and getting ready for married persons. It's been a little different for you this week. Can you tell our listeners sort of what you have experienced for the first week of school from your new office? Well, 28 years I was in the school building. So I experienced quote unquote first day with, with kids and with smiles and the excitement. And as a principal, I always said there were four big events that we had a year. The first day of school was a big event, homecoming, prom, and graduation. And, you know, prom was kind of a, a seasonal type thing. Uh, uh, homecoming was a week long type deal. Uh, but graduation in the first day of school only happened on, that, that's one event on one day. And so there's a lot of planning that goes into uh, the first day of school and graduation. And so um, there was a lot of excitement for both of those events, or really all four of those events, but there's those two singular uh, one day events, a lot of excitement. So uh, as a principal, I always said, if you can't be ready for the first day of school, I don't know how well the rest of your school year is going to go. So we really needed to make the first day of school the best event possible and experience for parents, teachers, and the students. So my focus this year was um, I didn't have that big, huge splash of the first day. Um, you know, the first day of school this year kind of felt like a normal, different work day. It kind of felt like you know, I was working in the summer. You know, I had to remind myself, oh, the buses are running, the kids are, are being fed, and they're going to classes, and they're changing. So um, I was assigned the middle school uh, as a central office support person there, and I was able to watch the, the middle school's first day activity. Obviously, I'd never seen that, uh, and it went very well, and Dr. Yarber and his staff uh, did a very good job of of, uh, of making sure the first day of school was a good and positive event for those kids that were coming over there. And same thing we tried to do at the, at the high school, but it was a little bit different um, not being able to greet, quote unquote, my students. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the way I, I kind of looked at it uh, this time was, 
Um, and I did this a little bit as a principal, but as assistant superintendent, I was looking at, hey, if the buses can get them all here, um, if the school nutrition staff can get them all fed, and the buses can get them back home, and we, we didn't have any fender benders or any wrecks or anything like that, that on my job now is, is a huge success now, whereas uh, in the building, I had to make sure that they were all sitting in the right classes, the teachers had the right uh, lesson plans and activities planned for that day, uh, transitions during the building were, were you know huge for us making sure kids knew where to go from point A to point B um, but that wasn't my focus this year obviously yes. but like you said everything went smoothly at the middle school and at our other schools and by all appearances we have had a great first week of school. very successful like I said if you can um, uh, if you can get them like Jake Davis and his his department can get them here and get them home and then Lisa Bud's department can get them fed um, from my perspective now that that's a very um, that's a very successful day and a successful week if you can do that and I, and I know the the principals and the assistant principals and instructional coaches and the teachers are still handing the day-to-day -day instruction uh, which at the end of the day that's the lifeblood of our business is instruction and graduating students on time um, but there are so many other things that, that contribute to that success. If you don't have a very successful transportation department or they're not very efficient, the kids don't get there in time so they can't sit in the classroom, they miss breakfast, mm -hmm. okay? Or if you're not providing tasty meals or efficient meals or you have an efficient line where the students can go through to get their meal, then uh, they'll skip breakfast and they'll go to, you know, um, uh, first block and or they'll go to their homeroom teacher or wherever it is in, in the district that they go and and uh, they didn't get fed because the lines weren't efficient or the food wasn't ready so a lot of people just do not understand um, the the role that someone like a, a bus driver or a school nutrition worker plays into the whole grand scheme of things a hungry kid is not a kid ready to learn no. okay a kid late off of a bus is not ready to learn and uh, here in Monroe County, uh, our school nutrition staff do it better than anyone I've been around, and our transportation staff does it better than anyone that I've been around. And then on the other side of things, you got uh, Roger Onstott and, and, uh, and his department uh, had to do all of the summer work getting ready for those kids to come into to school. So a nice, clean school that pops on the first day and shines, uh, the floors, the bathrooms, the, the kitchen area, the commons areas, the classrooms, those all have a lot of work over the summer to get ready for the first day of school and you know when you have uh, all of those folks working together to make that that event uh, happen on the first day and the week happen um, it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that people will never ever see and I saw it as a principal I didn't appreciate it as much as probably I should have as a principal but sitting in this desk I can actually see what those department areas are doing um, and then you know, my first um, payroll day was was last uh, Friday, July 29th, and uh, you know I talked to Katie Snow and, and the business department and said, well, I hadn't heard any complaints of someone not getting paid yet, so that was a success. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is a success uh, because you have um, teachers and other personnel who actually get a higher uh, certification level or an additional degree, and what it does is is it 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 makes their pay go up. Mm -hmm. Well, if you go and do all that work for your degree, you expect the business office to be able to handle the, the certification upgrade and the payroll upgrade that they're going to get. 
Uh, you'd hate to spend a year, two, three years in a program getting a degree and then the first month that you're supposed to earn that extra pay, it doesn't show up. That's that's disappointing. Yes. And um, so our business office staff, you know, Chris Johnson and his department do a very good job of, of maintaining, you know, we have, you know, close to 300 certified staff mm -hmm. that uh, are could potentially earn an, an extra endorsement or a higher degree or a certification upgrade that's gonna make their payroll go up. And out of that close to 300, if you skip one person, you know, that one person has a negative view of the business office uh, because all they're concerned about is, you know, their, their, their increased salary that's gonna that's benefit right. their family. And, you know, so you have to pay close attention to that because some stuff can, can fall through the cracks or a lost email or a bounced email or something like that um, and we have to work with the professional standards commission to make sure that uh, that those certifications or those upgrades are authentic and when they uh, authorize them then we have to reauthorize them on our side for the payroll increase so it's a lot of moving parts there that I never saw as a high school principal. I can only imagine. <laughs> Dr. Finch, we are so thrilled to have you in the central office. We wish you the best of luck in your first year and congratulations again on your position. Well, thank you for having me and uh, thanks for the interview today. Next month, you have the opportunity to attend a special concert at the Fine Arts Center. You will have an up-close, intimate performance with one of the most decorated performers to hit our stage. Let's check in with Fine Arts Coordinator Samantha Stevens for more. All right, Ms. Stevens, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, Carrie, I'm so happy to talk to you. Oh, it's fun. And now listen, you have a pretty amazing show coming up next month at the Fine Arts Center, and I don't think everybody knows about it yet. You want to talk to us? I'm like, where is everybody? Why are, why, I feel like I'm the only person shouting the praises of Pam Tillis to the rooftops, and I want everybody to join me on this. Pam Tillis is probably one of the greatest female artists to come out of country music in the 90s and 2000s. And really even still to this day, she's still one of the hardest working women I know. She's bringing a very special version of her show to us. And we've never had Pam on our stage true. before. So I'm very excited. Um, she's doing an acoustic trio. And the thing I love about shows like that is you really get a, a close and personal experience with her. She's gonna tell a bunch of great stories about her journey and music and her career and how the songs came to be and probably some really unforgettable things too. <laughs> uh, and then she'll, um, she'll perform the songs in a way that many of you have probably never heard them before. I'm always partial to those experiences because they feel so unique. We're very lucky that she's doing that for us. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is CMA superstar, daughter of country music royalty, Pam Tillis, Grammy, coming to our town. Grammy winning Pam Tillis. Grammy winner Pam Tillis. Yes. Gonna get the full royal treatment from us. Um, and we've had such an amazing concert series this year. Taking it all the way back to the Isaacs, they were incredible. The return was with us um, back in July, and it was a phenomenal show as well. I think Pam just continues to bring our level of entertainment to another, to the next level. 
and I'm so excited for everyone to get to come out and experience this. The tickets are available now. You can call us um, at the Fine Arts Center or at the Board of Education office. You can go online to our website. We have a great new website, thanks to you. <laughs> yes. Thanks to you. And there's a little Fine Arts tab in the corner. Once you click there, it'll tell you how to get to the tickets. But don't miss out on this, y'all. It's, it's really going to be a special night. All right, so what are the details for our listeners? When? All right, much? September the 25th. It is a Sunday night show. Please do not be mad at me. I scheduled it at 6 o'clock. Um, so September the 25th, Sunday evening at 6 p.m. here at the Fine Arts Center. The tickets range from $35 to $45. And there's not a bad seat in the house. I say that every time because it's true. It is the truth. I've been to many concerts you there. Have. I saw the return. Awesome show. There's not a bad place to sit in there. The sound is amazing. Yeah. It's comfortable, it's fun. Gotta tell you, if you weren't at the return, I actually saw people dancing in the aisles during the concert. Yes. It is a fun time over there. You can dance. <laughs> you can slow dance. I, I promise, you know what? If you two-step during a Pam Tillis ballad, you will be my new best friend. I'm. It's, it's gonna be wonderful. And I was gonna ask you, what's your favorite Pam Tillis song? Ooh. I'm hedging my bets on what she's gonna play. You know, that, that's a pretty tough one for me. Um, I have to think about that. They're all so good. I What's know. your favorite? Ooh, it is kind of like picking a favorite child. I do love Maybe It Was Memphis. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people love that, that one. That's a great one. Shake the Sugar Tree. Mm -hmm. um, a lesser known one that Mom and I used to love uh, singing to in the car was uh, Queen of Denial. Call me Cleopatra, honey, because I'm the queen of denial. Oh, yeah. Nice little play that. on words. Yes, me Vita Loca. And then, of course, the ballad for um, uh, single girls everywhere. Uh, all the good ones are gone. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was Pam's That was Pam's uh, anthem for the lonely lovers out there. <laughs> I'm, I hope she'll sing it. It'll bring back some memories. All right, guys. So you heard her. September 25th. Yes. 6 p.m. It is family friendly, and even on the school night, you'll get home in time. Yes. It's going to be a good time. Again, you can purchase tickets on our website, monroe.k12.ga.us. Click on Fine Arts in the middle of the homepage. Just last week, Monroe County Schools announced the 2022-2023 Teacher of the Year, Ms. Amanda Holloway. Let's listen to the ceremony. To compete for the System Teacher of the Year, each candidate is asked to complete a detailed application. This application includes responses to professional preparation, professional biography, community involvement, philosophy of teaching, and educational issues. Completed applications are reviewed and scored by three veteran educators external to our school system. The results are then tallied to determine the system winner. In addition to the gift baskets mentioned earlier, the System Teacher of the Year will also receive a Teacher of the Year ring sponsored by Jostens, a framed Teacher of the Year certificate from Monroe County Board of Education. Which is here. <laughs> a Star Polisher Children's Award from Monroe County Board of Education. It's down front and it's covered as well. A beautiful floral arrangement donated by Flowers by Helen. It's down below. And a special, special presentation from Volume Chevrolet. And now for the winner. Our System Teacher of the Year wrote, if I were selected for Georgia Teacher of the Year, my message would be one of encouragement and reminding my colleagues of their passion and purpose. Let us be the change we want to see in the world of education. 
Yes, there are many issues and hurdles to get through, but I believe in uniting our one common interest, which is the students who are the future of our country. Let us be the solution. Let us lift each other up and remember the highs of teaching. We must focus on the positive and all the good we can do in the world. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. We need to build a community, not only in our classrooms, but with each other. We need to take time to listen to our concerns and aspirations for the educational system. Most of all, we need to support each other. This includes all stakeholders. Ron Clark said it best, if you bring positivity to an area, the negativity has no choice but to leave. One of the things that COVID pandemic has reaffirmed is that students need their teachers. And we all can agree with that. Today, we celebrate the many gifts and talents that this teacher brings to our children and to the entire instructional staff of Monroe County Schools. The 2023 Monroe County System Teacher of the Year is Amanda Holloway, Shady Sutton. shocked. <laughs> um, I'm blessed to be up here with these fine ladies and everybody in this county. I love my school. I love y'all. And I love these babies or children. They'll be my babies. Um, I hope we all have a great year and um, let us be those coffee beans that Mr. Mitchell was talking about. Thank you. All right. Next, we will have Holly and Jason Connell, owners of Volume Chevrolet, to join us on stage to make a special presentation. <laughs> Holly wants Jason to come, too. One year, I'm going to convince him to do this. Congratulations to all of you. We're so proud to be a part of this school system. Um, this is our seventh year, and I've said it, I think, every year, but we could not have chose a better county to raise our children in. Um, the past several years has been challenging. I, I think that all of the teachers have done a great job. They've adapted. They've changed. They've, you know, I mean, I commend you all for everything you do every day. I could never do it. Um, we're here to present Miss Amanda Holloway with her new Tahoe that she will drive. We are also giving you a $2,000 gift certificate to uh, use at an Omni hotel and resort of your choice. And $500 in gas. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Congratulations. This is that. And your car is awesome. Thank you, Jason and Holly. We appreciate Volume Chevrolet. 
And as we always do, we end convocation in style with our flagship school, uh, with our MPHS cheerleaders and our MPHS Bulldog Brigade. And I will remind you before they come in, don't forget to visit Malcolm. He is set up in the lobby. Make sure that you visit him and check out his books on the way out. At this time, we'd like to welcome MPHS to our house. Brigade and the cheerleaders file out, and uh, we wish all of you the very best. Make sure that you take each day as it comes, and uh, we wish you the best. Be safe out there. Call us if you need us, 
and good luck on Monday, August 1st, when our kids arrive. Have a great evening. Congratulations, Ms. Holloway. As we wrap things up this morning, I want to remind you to download our new Monroe County Schools app, see the latest news, browse our staff directory, check out the new events calendar, and stop by the dining section to see what's being served at your child's school. All that and much more on our new app. Just search Monroe County Schools GA in the app or Google Play stores to download yours today. Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.